He must have a strong finger from flicking that thing around all day, though. to another episode of the Geekscape Games podcast. This is level 180. This feels like World of Warcraft. Let's go do something else. That's right. We are back. We are back with another episode of the Geekscape Games podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. I'm your magnanimous host, Shane O'Hare, and I'm digitally greeted with Sir Digital Derek Cranevelt himself. Greetings. And Analog Carlos from Angry Bananas. Analog Angry Analog. What up, fools? What's cracking? So, I'm uh, just uh, cracking into this cup of coffee. Uh, we were talking. Actually, never mind. We probably shouldn't talk about the pre-stream on the actual show. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, that's right. Back uh, with another uh, episode. Our bi-weekly. That makes that makes three three shows with no uh, major issues. <laughs> yeah, three three <laughs> little th- issues in each one, but you know, yeah, I think we can only it. ask for so much. Yeah, I, you know it's it's a good start. Uh, we are um, getting uh, getting getting the rust off the ring rust, shaking off that ring rust. Yeah. You know, sh- shake it Which off. You made fun of me for saying last episode, but it makes shake total it off. Sense. Shake oh. it off. Gotta grease the gears. album of the year at the Grammys for the third time. Can we gotta got lube the gears? <laughs> Just a little bit. They're pre- these gears are pre lubed. Thank you to our fine folks over at Adam and Eve. Use geek. Use promo code Geekscape for fifty percent off. Shout out to O'Reilly's as well. And, um... <laughs> as a Canadian, I know what none of these things are. Adam and Eve. You guys don't have AutoZone um, out there? Canadian Tire? No, we don't have AutoZone. Can- we have Canadian Tire. Okay. Wow. Shout out to Canadian Tire. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> you know, can we talk about like, hey, the, like, yeah, we have Canadian Tire in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like some things you'd be surprised. It's yeah. made out of maple wood, the whole tire. The whole thing is made out of wood. Just pure wagon wagon wheels. Yeah. So uh we don't By the way, a... everybody this is a video game podcast. Don't worry, we're not gonna talk about auto mechanic stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean we we, we could. Uh, I ha- I have been I mean, playing a car game. Usually it's about forty minutes before we start talking about video games. So uh you never <laughs> know what's gonna happen show. at the start of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just we're just gonna be spitting silly for about ninety minutes. Um so yeah, if this is your first episode of Geekscape Games, welcome back to the the revival tour, the Renaissance. That's not a French is it a French word? Anyway, we're back on the re- re- Renaissance re- Renaissance tour. Um, really kicking it off great with this episode. But we uh, like to talk about uh, news, reviews, video games we've been playing. Uh, right now we're doing it bi-weekly uh, here on the Geekscape.network. I feel like I've already said this in the intro. So what do you say? We just jump into Start it. Start over. <laughs> Hit the theme song. Hit it again. <laughs> Roll the theme song. Roll it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have an irrational hatred to that record scratching sound. That's why I keep doing it. Yeah. And, you know, probably because I'm a professional DJ. So it's. Uh, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts. But yeah. Okay. So, Derek, do you want to uh, clue the audience and Mr. Carlos into why we named the episode this this title? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it only took. 
you know, we've been chatting about video games at some form on or off since 2013. And it and only I've took known you since 2010, 2011. Yeah. Yeah. We've known, we know we've known each other for longer than that. It's a long time. We've known each other for that long. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. Um, do you remember that time we got really drunk at that rooftop party? I only partially and eating only, subway. I, I mean, the, the main thing that I remember is the next day I was so sick that I missed my chance to meet the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, and I'll never forgive you for that. Okay, uh, well, well, whoa, whoa, clear. We got to clear it up. It wasn't the, the original Power Rangers. It, it was, was the original Power no, Rangers. No, it was the current cast. And no, it wasn't. And Tommy was would... supposed to be there and he didn't show up. You didn't no, miss anybody. I think this is wrong. I think this is wrong. I have pictures. Anyways. Uh, it took 11 years apparently for us to play a video game together and it was so random i think you just like called me i was like at home on a saturday and you called me and you're like you want to play sea of thieves and uh so we ended up you know we took you on your maiden voyage we played some sea of thieves i was on xbox you were on pc it, it took it, fucking <laughs> forever to get it for to the point where i almost was like let's just not play because we couldn't get to the point where we could talk uh, and it was your it was your fault in the end but how was your time with sea of thieves I, I do want to say like in geekscape fashion not even just geekscape games just geekscape in general there was a calamity of issues that that met with uh you know finally it was a, it was a good release but we were we were in a party together you couldn't talk i couldn't talk i could hear you but you couldn't hear me um we kept like changing parties and then i just found out that like i had to open the xbox game bar on windows 10 which is apparently a thing and <laughs> and uh, activating voice chat with you from the xbox game bar as opposed to the xbox app itself that works that uh that works so and then so of it only we, took about 45 minutes to get to the point where we could actually hear each other yeah it was great um and then uh the uh i and honestly i felt really bad like i was i was i wasn't taking it seriously enough and i was like minimizing your experience of the game i was like oh god Derek isn't having fun he's fucking taking me around I'm making... yeah, i don't know what you were like that game is the whole thing is just like screwing around and doing whatever you want so like you kept saying that and i was just like just shut the fuck up and play like what are you so worried about I don't know, man. I'm self-conscious. Like there's literally like like part of the criticism when the game came out is that they were like, it's a whole giant world and there's nothing to do in it. And it's just the the, the fun is the things that you find to do. And the, the, fun, is, the fun is the fun you made along the you way. You know, the real adventure was the friends that we made along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, we played that. It was uh, it was it was good. It was good. And you had never played it at that point, right? That was your first time. That was my, that was my first time. Um, yeah. I do. I have big complaint. All the player character models are fucking hideous. <laughs> I could. <laughs> My guy looked kind of cool. Yeah, they look kind of cool. I, I, I like the character designs. I yeah. think they're pretty, pretty legit. Um, I don't think you've ever played Pirates of the Caribbean for any Xbox game, right? Because that that's a piece of shit. They all look like no, garbage. No. <laughs> this game is like at least it looks interesting. It reminds me of Monkey Island characters for cool. some reason. And yeah. the like overall, the game is just so gorgeous. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was fun. Um, I was getting frustrated with your play style a little bit. <laughs> what was I, what was that? Because we'd go to an island and kill these pirate ghosts, and we'd have their skull. And I'm like, hey, let's bring these back to the boat. Oh yeah, and I'm like, let's get or we could like be more efficient with our time and get more skulls before bringing it back. I was, but we had two skulls, and there was two players. I said, hey, let's just make one trip back now. 
and then we can kill everybody and then load up and then make one more trip instead of like five trips. And you were like, nah, fuck that. You know, uh, <laughs> Tim, Tim, uh, Tim bits are on sale right now. Chip, chip, cheerio, a eh, boot it. And then you'd run off. I was like, oh, oh man. This is a really toxic gaming relationship I'm hearing between you guys right now. <laughs> it was on Xbox. I need some counseling. Need some counseling. It was on Xbox. Of, co- of course it was toxic. My dad is Bill Gates, and I'm gonna report you guys right now. As I'm as I'm talking right now, get us banned. Yep, I'm gonna get you guys banned. Just watch. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's like, what is the big? You know, if we went to another island, collected some more treasure, or got some more skulls, and it didn't work out in the end, what do we lose? Like nothing. Some some gold, some cosmetics. I I, I so. Again, and much like much like uh, in Geekscape fashion, it all went tits up. <laughs> um, and uh, we did uh, lose it all in the end, but uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but who could have seen that coming? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. Who who could have seen that coming? It, it, it was a, it was a good game. I, I liked the. Um, you definitely can't play it alone because you have to like run back and forth between the different sails. And there is a smaller ship as well, though that is meant for one player. Oh, is there? Yeah, okay. yeah. I, yeah I we was... were on like the two to three person ship. So. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. And uh, I was, I was so dead set on getting that rowboat to anchor onto the back of the boat, and you were just like, "No, no, no, just do it. We'll swim over there." I'm like, "No, that's a mechanic in the game. We're gonna, we're gonna use it." And you were running around the island chopping people up. You're like, "No, nah, dude, I'm having fun," and I'm sitting here like, well, "I want this mount." <laughs> what uh, did you like? Would you, I mean, you asked to play it. Did we just play it the once? Yeah, because I, I, yeah. I texted you like 50 times another night and then I didn't hear from you for 48 more hours. You're like, whoa, I'm just seeing this. Which, <clears throat> if uh, Carlos can probably attest to this, if you've ever dated a shitty person and they text you, text <laughs> you back saying, oh, wow, I'm just now seeing this. That, that, is, that is a lie. No, I, ha- I was just seeing it. Whatever you say, dear. It was. And that, well, then last night we were going to play, but then you were like, oh, I'm actually in the bath. Like, <laughs> and my internet's not good enough to just use to, xCloud. I think we need to take this relationship, guys, to Dr. Phil. I think you guys need to hash this <laughs> out. Uh, what, what, well, you guys don't have Dr. Phil in Canada. What's it? What's it? What is it? We do have Dr. Dr. Maple. There's Dr. Phil. There's Dr. Maple. Um, but it was, a, it was a good game. But uh, uh, explain- I, I thought it was like, like the you know we were like laughing our asses off like a number oh, yeah. of times when shit would go wrong like that is the I, I think that that's always been my favorite thing about that game is not the like the gameplay loop is fun and it the game's gorgeous to look at and it's at one point i'm like dancing around you and like playing like a accordion or something and you're like this is fucking stupid let's go do something else like yeah that, and that's where um, the, t- the title we fucking yeah, buried, yeah. buried the lead but like you're sitting there dancing and playing an instrument. I was like, okay, we're this is dangerously <laughs> close to World of Warcraft. Let's go do something else. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's not the the gameplay loop or the missions or the game itself that I ever come away being like I really enjoyed this part. It's always like the weird shit that happens. Like we didn't drop the anchor in time, and then like you know the boat gets messed up, and we have to like bail it out and try to fix it, but you don't know how, and you don't know where the barrels are to get the wood from, and like like it's that stuff that makes the each session of that game memorable because you never know what you're going to come across or when like some pirates are going to like 
end up blowing up your boat at the end. Like it, it was the, the the funniest part to me is that w- w- we get on the boat and you put the the Duke skin, the original Xbox Duke mm. controller skin. So our boat was black and it had the you know Xbox colors on it. And then you you walk down the dock to hop on the boat and you I guess you slipped and fell and got pinned up against the dock in the boat and drowned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You drowned within the first 30 seconds of the mission. We hadn't left yet. We hadn't yeah. left yet at that point. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, and that I've also never had happen before. So the like, yeah, I don't know. It's really weird. And then you got on the boat and you were like, oh, the boat's full of water. And I didn't see any water. And you started bailing water out of the boat that was invisible. <laughs> And you're like, oh, oh, it must be the rain. I was like, oh, okay, okay, man. But <laughs> that was, yeah, it was, it was very, it was fun. Uh, I was uh, shouting buzzwords that I've s- seen in pirate movies, and I was like, flag in the mizzen mast, turn, the, <laughs> turn, turn the countersail. You Professor Frank now or something? <laughs> who, the, that? who the fuck is Professor Frank? Oh, never mind. Carlos, do you know who Professor Frank is? <laughs> nope it's like the the simpsons character like the scientist oh that guy yeah okay i don't i i just go by how they look yeah that's the guy that goes flaming he's supposed to be jerry lewis want to be jerry lewis mm. nobody jerry, knows who jerry lewis is, anymore, is, Jer- right? is jerry is jerry lewis the one that married his daughter we're a video game podcast yeah, by, the yeah. way. by the way everybody right. <laughs> i don't know Who's Woody know. Allen? Woody Allen married his daughter. Woody Allen. Oh yeah. man, that's another. That's another, that's that's the that, Geekscape After Dark. Yeah, we kind of thing. We used to have a Geekscape After Dark. What happened to it? Uh, the the the, the two perverts that wrote it left the company. Oh, good. Okay. So, but then I came back, so it's okay. But up bump. Do we have do we have that on the soundboard, Derek? But up bump bump. No, I you can put in a request though. I can uh, try to try to source that for next episode. Um, Hell yeah! And I I am proud of myself to that I could consistently make you laugh by singing the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. that was pretty good. It would be yeah. dead silent like so often. <laughs> And then I'd be like getting almost killed by like a thing of skeletons, and I don't even know where he is. Like he's just off doing something else entirely. Like, oh, yeah. and and then start singing the song like as I'm like struggling to to like get by. And uh, I don't know. It was a great time though. It's yeah. a, such a it's just such a stupid fun game. Like, um, and even like like imagine playing it with like four four close friends type thing. Like it's just a blast. Yeah. Yeah, that was, and I, I do have to say that the, our our demise was hilarious. We we pulled up to a, a little sandbar, and I was shooting the skeletons with a harpoon, and the harpoon uh, snagged a powder keg barrel out of the hands of one of the skeletons and pulled it up to me, and I started freaking out, expecting it to blow up, but it just fell down and floated in the water. And then um, a player character <laughs> boat drove around. Must have saw that and was like, "Oh, look at these dumbasses!" Shot it and then just we, we I died and then I was on the and I was on the island at the time, so I couldn't make it back in time to s- help them start bailing it out or like fixing the the holes in the hull. Um, oh, it was so funny though. Yeah, and like we hadn't even like that was that session like was the least people like real people that I had ever seen. Like I don't think we came across anyone the entire time we were playing until this guy like snipes this freaking barrel from like I don't even know where they were at that point. And then as my guy is drowning because I'm trying to um, trying to patch up the hull, then I see him like running around after I've died, and I'm I have no idea where he came from. 
And I don't think did we ever get to bring the treasure back, or do we still have the treasure on the boat? Um, no, it was it, it was on the boat. Yeah, you, you yeah, were like, it's yeah. all gone. We didn't even turn it in. <laughs> and then and then I said, hey, I told you so. Maybe we should have played it safe and took a trip back. And you're like, no, we got to do it all at once. You know. Well, it was good. Time, I'll be I'll be adaptable next time. Uh, improvise, adapt, overcome. So. What is that for? Anyway, Carlos, Pokemon cards. We need the oh Pokemon. We need the Pokemon card update. I saw a picture, um, I think on Reddit today, where it's like, "Yo, these are these are adult men at Target waiting in line for the Pokemon cards to go on sale." What? Get us a a, a Pokemon TCG update. Oof, man. All right, let me break it down. I think we just lost like 10, 10 listeners right now because we're talking about Pokemon cards. But I'll no, break no, it down no, quick. No, 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 no. It's pretty. If they stuck it through the 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 banal pirate game story. Oh yeah, I think they're good. Yeah. Um, it's been a little crazy. Uh, so now people have. So the way it works for like Walmart and Target is that they don't. They're not the ones pushing the Pokemon cards out. They have a distributor that comes. And refills a section on their card section, right? So it's gotten to the point now where, fan, like scalpers and also people who, who like me like want to collect them for valid for our own reasons to collect them, are they figure out what what, they, what are your reasons, Carlos? For me, oh, I collect them. I collect them. Personally. He just thinks they're neat. I think they're neat, cool little things. I've been collecting since. Well, I don't know, forever, I think. I I stopped midway 2000 and then recently came back right around sun and moon. But I, Did you I, keep all your stuff from your previous collection? I or did, yes. You did? That's pretty cool. Ev- everything has been vaulted, thankfully, so I don't have to ever look at that stuff. Yeah, I knew That's got to feel good. Like, I, does, every time, yeah, if I every die, time I've I mean, wanted to come... Sorry. No, I was going to say, if I die, I mean, it's, it's, it's like the biggest life insurance I have. <laughs> Yeah, geez. <laughs> it's pretty Absolutely. good. So, I, re- I was re- going to say, I- every time I come back, to, every time mm-hmm. I think I want to come back to something, I think about all of the stuff that I had from it and then got rid of because I was like, I don't care about this anymore. And then that start that stops me from ever starting again because it's just too disheartening. <laughs> and I haven't learned after all these years. Shit. That um, I'm re- a few years ago, um, I was really hard up for cash. Um, it was it was what we call the the lowest of the low period. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, so I I had a, uh, some friends that collected Pokemon cards. And I was like, hey, do you want to buy my, my old collection? And um, they're like, sure. And I, I, I was like, yeah, 40 bucks. Um, and I um, and I gave it to him. And a couple of days later, like, yo, there's a lot of stuff in here. Can I give you like a hundred more dollars? And I was like, fuck sure and um gosh and uh now that stuff uh probably would have been triple quadruple of it because it was it was in binders um um i had uh my my favorite card that i had was the e3 special e3 edition of pikachu i had two of those oh my god i'm already turning oh god shane what did you do Hey man, I I I need to buy booze. I know, I know. You should have just gave me the gave me the cards. I would have gave you booze for free. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a horrible thing to me. But. <laughs> but look, I I honestly the the card the card scene is blowing up to the point now where people are figuring out where when these distributors are coming to Target and Walmart. They have their schedule. That's how crazy it's gotten right now. So you have people I, camping out at yeah. Target and Walmart. The night before, the distributors are coming to fill up the walls. Oh, my gosh. It's that crazy right now. And what I saw. Primarily I, to resell is what you said. Pretty much. Saying. Like, scalpers yeah. have moved from shoes to from PS5s to now Pokemon cards. How, like, how much, how, 
how much additional value can these like like because it's it, at that point then like the, the people are nostalgic about the older cards of yeah. course but if i'm like how much extra can people be paying for like brand new packs so technically a a booster pack right a regular booster pack anywhere would go for 4.99 sure. or 3.99 right get 10 cards in there right now depending on what set so the older the booster pack it is uh so anything from like sun and moon yeah which is about three years ago oh no yeah. i would say like two and a half uh okay. now probably a pack will cost you maybe about 10 bucks you know? Okay, so not like crazy. Not like crazy. I, I would have to imagine that stuff like Sun and Moon, like that stuff is probably harder. Like they're not still printing that, right? Like they're that not stuff printing would be harder it, to find. But people okay. want to get the cards because sure. now they introduce secret rares, which are like full, full picture Pokemon cards that are gold or rainbow. Okay. And so those are like very valuable, especially yeah. once you get them graded. They go like they they'll go for like thirty two bucks, like waifus, like female characters are yeah they go for triple so like let's just say a misty card a full misty card right i'll give Shiny you the one. full misty <laughs> oh god uh we'll go probably for 20 bucks right if you okay. want to buy it loose if you get it graded and it comes out to like a nine that's like a hundred bucks if it's a 10 that's like of course it'll be like 200 to 50 you know so everyone's tr- all these scalpers are like i have enough money to spend so i'll buy these cards i'll I'll sell them for double to triple and I'll keep a box so I can open it and see if I can get the rare one, sell them to TGA and then sell those graded ones on eBay. What's, so that's, what, what's, what's TGA? Uh, I mean, it's, um, let's what's it called? Uh, PS, I mean, is it PSA? Yeah. It's like a grading for comic books. It's a company that grades comic books and Pokemon. Oh, cards. okay. So wait, so people can sell them to yes. them and then they sell it. No, no, they send their cards to get graded, and then they're based on how the card condition is or how off centered or whatever. You'll get like a grade back. It'll it'll be it'll be um, encased on this like graded like sleeve, and then from there, that's depending on that value. It'll be like, oh, okay, like this is how much the card goes for now. Apparently. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I've, I've seen uh, Derek. Didn't you get your? Didn't you get your black suit Spider Man book graded? Uh, no, I don't have that one graded. Okay. No, I actually don't have any graded books. That one I got signed, and so I have framed it hanging up. You gotta get it. You gotta get graded. I have a I have a Jim Lee graded Superman first edition. It's I'm happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when when Jim Lee was just sitting like at a comic LA thing by himself, and nobody came by for like an hour. Didn't know who he was. And I just walked by. I was like, "You're Jim Lee, right?" He's like, "Yeah." Can you sign? He's like, "Sure, whatever." And you just sign. He signed like a couple <laughs> autographs. And then sure, everybody else whatever. behind me, everybody else behind me, just wanted their Funko Pop sign. I was like, "Why uh, did you guys bring this?" Like, oh, f- yeah. this uh, man draws comics, not Funko Pops. <laughs> okay, all right. Pause for a second. I, yeah. I got a I got a bitch about Funko Pops. There is <laughs> there's current there's currently, and this is the most. Uh-huh. bullshit thing I've ever seen. There's this new series of Funko Pops. I think they're called Funko Records. But you oh, get a you get a tw- yeah. you get a fucking 12-inch vinyl with like what? a shitty Funko Pop and it's it's there it's nothing Wait, the, the so like a standard Funko Pop but it also comes with a 12-inch. Yeah, and they're like yeah, they're okay. themed together, but the themes were fucking stupid. Um one of them was it was called uh Motorhead Ace of Spades and it had 
a person dressed up as the characters uh, or the wearing the outfits from the Ace of Spades music video. There was the uh, Black Parade album by MCR. And it was like it was none of the band people. It was just a skeleton in a marching band outfit. What? And then uh, there was the uh, qu- there was a Queen one where their album cover was the big robot holding the band members. Mm-hmm. And none of the band members, the Funko Pop was just the robot. But then there was the Carter three album and it was him. So I, I, it, it's and it's so fucking. How are these? How are these packaged? Because obviously a, a 12 oh, record and a Funko Pop are very diff- different yeah. shapes. So this is what pissed me off the most. It's a 12 inch record in a 12 inch Funko Pop box with a normal size Funko Pop. Oh, wow. Glued so it's to massive the, and it's, it's mostly empty space. Oh, my God, it's so yeah. much empty space. It's it fuck, fucking sucks. And you and you adult Disney fans and you Funko Pop fans, <laughs> you're the reason you're you're the reason the, the pandemic is here. I'm sorry. Anyway, I apologize for my Funko brothers and sisters for that. Anyways, back to Pokemon. You guys so, ever been to the Funko uh, headquarters? Uh, no, not the one up up north. No, I haven't been there. The one up north. The one up the, north. You mean you mean the one down south? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, down south. Sorry, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, down in Everett, Washington. I've been there a couple times actually. It's pretty. It's a pretty freaking cool place though. We have one here in LA, but it's not the headquarters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like it wasn't open the last time I was there, but they were just starting this like build your own Funko Pop. Uh, oh, thing cool. and so they had all of these like giant things like filled with like heads and bodies and like you could like paint them and stuff like that it was like a build a bear workshop but for That's cool for funko pops yeah there's a, cool. there's always a long line for that here the one for hollywood it's like a two-hour wait now oh i bet well and there's like photo ops and stuff obviously yeah, yeah. like they have like lights that are not like but just mass you know massive massive like taller than you funko pops and stuff like that that you can take pictures with and all that it's sort a of nightmare thing. in there <laughs> yeah i bet uh, but yeah, back to Pokemon. I would say just to like close it off, I th- it's horrible. I saw a fight break out. Hell yeah! Um, midway through, I I wasn't. I was actually at Walmart, not for Pokemon cards, which was funny. <laughs> I actually went there to pick up a fan, uh, and then as like I'm going, de- like in, a desk fan, like a box fan. No, no, it's a fan for my window because it gets a little hot in here sometimes. Oh, yeah, I, get, I, 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 get, I guess I was just like, yeah, I was there to pick up a fan. Like, like oh, there's fans. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Wait, they're, for they're, Geekscape, they're, no. They're fans of the podcast? No. I'm sorry. It wasn't. Your, your new nickname would be Danny Avidan. <laughs> but the fight broke out, which I think um, was pretty interesting. It was an older male who I'm quite sure never played Pokemon. He's... Um, I, he was there for for baseball cards, but he saw the poker. Cause there's there's no um, limit at Walmart. Apparently, there's no like, hey, this is we're limiting people by one. So if you're the first in line, you're the first one to grab as much as you can. So oh wow, uh, there was a fight between a younger gentleman and an older gentleman, uh, and of course, Walmart employees really don't want to get involved. So he literally walked away, and from what I saw, the Walmart employee did. Yeah, he's just like, I'm not getting paid <laughs> enough for this shit, and he walked away. I'm guessing he went to get security, but he walked really slow to go get security. And He's like, then, I'm um, on break. Um, pretty much. And then the fight became between two people, then kind of evolved by the time I checked out, and it seemed like it was a riot. So I bounced Yo. for that one. So it's getting a little Yo. crazy right now. And it's all these scalper guys, I'm telling you, they're all dudes who are 
who are just making money off the scalping stuff, their shoes, PS fives, Xbox, you know, that's, and that's, that's the, that's their game right now. And the, the, in my world, so to speak, the, um, the big thing is, is graphics cards. They are the, I thought it was, I thought it was weird to see pictures of people camped out in front of a micro center <laughs> for graphics cards. And then I saw a picture of, of dudes in cargo shorts camping out for Pokemon cards. And I was like, bro, bro. Like we're I all at the same convention. I wouldn't, I would shut up. <laughs> I would, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even stand in line at con. I hate standing in line at comic con. like to get yeah. in. I'm like, man, this is too long. The bar's open. Let's get out of here. But how else are we going to get those Mondo prints though? Scalpers I, are all over that shit. Also, the, the the I have one Mondo print, and it's a Rocketeer Mondo print. Oh, you have the Rocketeer one. I always it's very expensive now. Every time I see it, I'm like, I wish I could gift that to Shane because I know how much you love it. But. The 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 quick quick story. The best 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 Christmas present I ever got. Um, years ago, they had their like their convention in Austin, and they were selling this this Rocketeer yeah Art Deco uh, uh, poster, and it's huge. It's huge. Uh, it's like bigger than uh, the other ones. And uh, a friend of ours, Molly Mayhem, uh, emailed me and she's like, hey, this is going to go up on their their store. Any extras, you should buy it. And it was going for fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. And um, as I was entering my credit card info to hit submit, it sold out. And I was like, ah, yeah, shit. And I welcome to Mondo. Yeah. Right. And then later that day, I was um, um uh, I was working in real estate at the time and my aunt was a, a mortgage originator and I walked across the parking lot to her office and she's like, what are you doing? And I told her about it and, you know, told her everything fucking flew out of my mind, just fr- flew out of my mind. Come Christmas, she hands me a, a, this poster tube and I was like, oh, what is this? And I opened it up and I almost start crying and I was like, That's yo, amazing. how did you find this? And she's like, yeah, I went on eBay. I got it for like 75 bucks. It's like $75 on eBay. <laughs> And that was like, that's the best Christmas present. That's so present. cool. Yeah. Uh, like, that's I, very sweet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Shouts out, Susan. Shouts out. Uh, Thanks, I, Susan. Yeah. I know, I know you listen. I know you I listen. I know how much that means to Shane. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, hey, I got, I got Rocket. He sold his Pokemon cards. He didn't sell that. That's no, how much it meant to him. That's true. That, 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 true. Is, that is true. That is true. Uh, I got Rocketeer trading cards. Do you think those, uh, those will scalp for a good. Shit. No, you gotta wait for the Rocketeer NFTs, and then you'll be uh, you'll be in business. <laughs> That's true. I would say though, you know, if they make a new movie, usually older merch goes up in price. As a as somebody who goes into uh, doing that kind of stuff and appraising stuff, that that always happens. Exactly what happened with Tron. Mm. Back to the Future stuff always sells good. Um, and if they ever make a new Rocketeer, I mean, hands down, all that stuff will will go up in price. It's um, they made that Rocketeer children's show uh a few years ago uh that was actually shockingly i haven't watched it because like <laughs> i forgot i forgot that it came out yeah. um maybe i should watch that but um yeah but carlos if you want to go to tustin for me and go to a micro center and get me a graphics card that would be dope i did offer you you were like no never mind it's all good well that was that was for the cpu i need a graphics card now Oh my god! Yeah, just let so me. So you can see that invisible water and see if the. <laughs> oh, dude, it's great. Actually, so so another another we're we're still in in gaming. Um, I at, <laughs> at the beginning of last year I bought this graphics card, the the fifty seven hundred XD. If you know, you know. If you don't, I'm sorry. And I bought it about this time last year, and I kind of like half regretted it because like a month later, like, Hey, new cards coming out this November. And I was like, Oh fuck. Like I just bought this and the new ones 
uh, whatever. But then this huge shortage happened, you know, pandemic happened, um, uh, uh, CPU and, and silicone shortages all around uh, the planet um, happened. The drought in Taiwan happened. And so I was like, oh, I got a, you know, I got a 1440p graphics card. Like that's, that's dope. And on a lark the other day, I, I was like, man, you know, what is this, you know, two, three year old graphics card selling for? And I bought it for um, uh, like 350. People are selling, not not asking, selling on eBay this graphics card for twelve hundred dollars. That's insane. That's, and that's like it's like a year older now. It, yeah, really and it, it's a year older, and it was it was like a two year old card when I got it. So I was like, why is this card going for so much? This card is like the go to Ethereum mining card. Really? And so I you're, so you're gonna sell it to no. get it. A different graphics card? Um, no, right now um, it's currently mining Ethereum. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> so uh, I'm mining Ethereum at uh, 51 mega hashes a day. I'm getting about $5 a day. I don't pay for electricity, so... Oh, you're smart. Dang, like, you don't pay for electricity? Dang. Yeah, yeah. somebody does. I don't. Lights are still <laughs> uh, So Dad. yeah, Yeah. Uh, I, think I bet this old guy who's like in your building is like, who keeps using so much electricity? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, joke, joke's on him. I live in a hangar. I mean, joke's on me. I live in a hangar, but it sounds badass when you say it, though. Yeah, it, it is. It is pretty cool. Like I saw a bunch of helicopters flying around yesterday and uh, there was a uh, probably we, never gets old or loud or anything, right? It, it, it actually it, it doesn't. It, it okay, doesn't. Right. The the gunshots, uh, you just get used to them because there's a rifle range across the street. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I think I think one of our very first episodes that I recorded here of the podcast um i uh it was juan carlos shouts out uh i said like hey can uh can anybody hear the gunshots thinking that's a completely normal thing to say when you live i think across- carlos said that a couple episodes ago too yeah yeah carlos yeah. and uh everyone's like what what gunshots are you okay i was like oh don't worry this is alaska and it's a sh- there's a shooting range it's it's uh it's what you do alaska <laughs> it's not much else going on so yeah derek what have you been playing <laughs> Yeah, um, I I've been playing quite a bit of stuff. I had a great time playing Sea of Thieves with you, and I'm really looking forward to playing it again at some point. Um, are we are we I, gonna get Michaela in here to play with us? Absolutely. She 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 really likes Sea of Thieves as well. And obviously, we have two Xboxes now. Um, we Wait, also obviously. Uh, I I obviously in that I you know, and that I've talked about it in the past couple episodes. But um, we also just got, speaking of that, a new headset um, for that second Xbox so that when we're playing online together or when we're playing online with friends, we can both chat versus uh, just one of us being able to hear everyone else. Um, We had originally bought her like a headset, uh, a budget like wired headset, like the Corsair HS60 Pro, which was pretty well reviewed. Uh, But she finds it too tight and and uncomfortable after um, an hour or so, which like shortens our fairly infrequent gaming sessions. So I wanted to find her something that hopefully she'd find a bit more comfortable. Also, she just ended up stealing my Arctis 7X, which I really like, uh, and she finds more comfortable. And so I didn't want that. So uh, I ordered one of the Xbox wireless headsets that just dropped last week. Um, This is a, it just came out. I think it's $99 US. It was $129 up in Canada. Um, Microsoft branded. It's wireless it uses the like xbox wireless protocol so it syncs to the console just like a controller um it's pretty neat in that like if i just press the power button on the headset it turns the xbox on as well and all that sort of stuff um oh that's cool 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I, there's a few other headsets that do that. I had an I used to have like a an Turtle Beach Stealth series headset that uh, did the same thing for the Xbox. Um, this one also has, which is very surprising for like a hundred dollar headset, but it has Bluetooth as well, and you can have Bluetooth paired while you're also connected to the Xbox, so you can like talk on the phone or whatever if you want. Um, which I, like I think is generally just more expensive headsets that have that functionality. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, it's really it's really nice. I like watched a bunch of reviews on it and and read a lot on it first um, just because I wanted to make sure it would be comfortable for Michaela. I used it. It just came in yesterday. I used it for a few hours yesterday. And after that period of time, like sound quality wise and comfort wise, even if she doesn't like that headset, I would gladly use that so she can use the 7X. Like it sounds really, really nice. Um, I, it, it it's because it's like a Microsoft product. It's all integrated with the console. So you can open up the Xbox accessories app, just like you would if you were going to adjust the settings of your like elite controller. Um, and you can adjust like, like the, they've got like a six or seven band equalizer. So you can adjust the sound to your preference and it just saves it to the headset. So if you go onto another console, it'll have all those same settings as well. But I thought the sound was really, really good. Um, you know, like pretty like deep bass and stuff like that too. Uh, so like I was playing fallout, uh, four yesterday, uh, using the headset and like things like the gunshots and like explosions and stuff really kind of resonated almost more than the seven X, um, which also has like an equalizer, but you have to plug it into a PC to access it. So mine is just like the default settings right now. Um, yeah, I, I design wise, I really, really like it. It's not like super outwardly like Xbox, like, oriented like there's a little black on black xbox logo along the one side and there's a couple of green accents there so it like looks really nice it looks really sleek um i really like a couple of the so so it has the game audio and chat mixer dial on it on one side um and then the volume dial on the other side but instead of like just a tiny dial or like buttons on the back side of the ear cup or whatever it's like the whole side like turns um so it like feels super convenient. Uh, like, like you're not like hunting around for this little like loose dial, sort of like the seven X, the seven X. One thing I find annoying is anytime I pick up the headset or grab the headset, the dial is right where you like naturally put your thumb. And so you have to adjust the volume and whatnot. And the, and the game and, uh, the game chat makes every time, which is just terrible. Um, but yeah, this one, you just, uh, like adjust it on the, uh... you're right. Sorry, I had to sneeze. <laughs> yeah, I you just I got, I thought you got super excited that you were like choking in, like, in excitement. <laughs> I, I muted I muted the loud part though, so it worked it's out. Such a good headset. <laughs> I'm just crying about it. Um, it has USB-C for charging, which I like. Uh, the microphone is not removable, but it's kind of like adjustable and it just kind of tucks up uh, into kind of the ear cup area when you're not using it. Um, really impressed for like an a hundred dollar headset. Like I like, like I said, uh, prior to the seven X I was using a turtle beach. I think it was a stealth 600 and I'm pretty sure that was like a $170 headset, uh, up in Canada. And this, this Microsoft headset blows out of the water, both in that, like that, that turtle beach headset, I thought sounded pretty good, but it felt like the cheapest piece of crap that I've ever held. Like the plastics were just like terrible feeling, glossy, weightless plastics. And like, it, it just felt the fun super pop cheap. of headsets. <laughs> yeah, it just felt super cheap. And this one actually has some fit and finish to it. And I, uh, I'm looking forward to using it again. Um, yeah, it was, it was very, very nice. Other than that, uh, I played 
played Fallout 4, like I said. Um, it was one of the games that Microsoft added. Of course, <laughs> big news since last time, but the Bethesda stuff is all done. Uh, a number of games, ha- a number of Bethesda games that were not on Game Pass have been added to Game Pass. Uh, and a handful of those games have also are also now taking advantage of the FPS boost uh, that the Series S and the Series X have. Uh, so things like Prey, which came out a number of years ago and I freaking loved, even though the console version was not great. Uh, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Skyrim, and I want to say Dishonored, but I might be wrong. Those five games now run in a, at 60 frames per second without the developers having to do anything. Um, I Unfortunately, two of the games, so Fallout 4 and Fallout 76, they had to like drop the resolution in order to hit that 60 frames consistently. Um, so on those games, it's actually off by default, but you can just go in the settings and turn it on. Uh, right before that happened, I found out that there are 60 frames per second mods because those games are a couple of the very few console games that support mods. Um, and so there's for Series X on Fallout 4 specifically, there's a mod called like 60 frames per second like ultra plus settings or something. And it basically adjusts the like hidden INI file and makes it uh, uncaps the frame rate and turns the graphics way up. And it, it feels like a different freaking game. I can, can, can I, can I just bust your chops for a second? Yeah, I, I thought you would. <laughs> um, you, uh, w- one way to tell that you're not a, a PC gamer, um, that you called it a, an INI file. Maybe that's like a Canadian. That's the Canadian pronunciation. No, it's an any file. Okay. Yeah, you always you got to you got to mod a config file or an any file. You got to get in there, set you know on these older games. You got to set resolution and like field of view. Right. So you just All you right. just you showed your true colors there, console pleb. Are you done? Yeah, I gotta I gotta <laughs> I, I I gotta you know I'm projecting to defend my own inaccurate inaccuracies insecurities. <clears throat> Anyways, for the mod seems like, uh, you know, Digital Foundry has now done like a comparison video. It basically drops it from 4K, which it played at on the One X, down to 1080 to hit that 60 frames per second. So this mod, even though the mod is not consistent 60 frames, there's there's slowdown here and there. I think that both the improved graphics, but the, the generally 60 frames at 4K it feels like a different game and, and and I'm having a much better time with it than I had before. So I'm really looking forward to getting further, uh, further with that. Uh, the only other thing that I've played uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, I finished Mass Effect Andromeda yesterday and still right through right to the end. It, you know, I, I ended up with about 70% completion because there's a lot of side missions and tasks and stuff that I did not go to. Um, sorry, Carlos, what you were going to say something. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, you know, for, for Bethesda games, God, they're like they never fix that shit, huh? I was like, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Like, they can never fix anything, and they always have to depend <laughs> on their fucking community. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm busting their yeah, chops yeah. too, but it's like, what do you mean you guys can like alter this for new systems or performance issues? It's always at this point, I wouldn't even be surprised the new Skyrim they're working on, which will take what another five years to finish, oh, will probably, probably be yeah. as buggy as well, you know. <laughs> well, and it's it's always funny that it's like uh it's like a term of it's like a, a term of endearment for them. Like everyone's just like, oh, it's a Bethesda game, so that's just how they are, and it's like no big deal. Whereas like something like obviously Cyberpunk had a lot of other problems, but something like Cyberpunk comes out buggy or like whatever, and everyone just shits shits on it completely, uh, way more than I feel like they do with Bethesda games. 
but I, I don't know. I like Bethesda games, but but Fallout Four was a bad. The console version was bad. And oh, I I got that on PS4 and had yeah. it for like a month and then sold it. Well, tra- and it was like I, no, I traded that in. I traded that in when I got fucking <laughs> for Uncharted Four, yeah. which was even worse. It was it was so bad. Um, the like. I just remember the the gunplay was like terrible because the frame rate was so bad that it made it like you had to use bats like as much as you could because it was just so choppy otherwise. And and now now I'm playing it and it does not feel like that at all. It's it feels so good. And and it's just these technologies that Microsoft's thrown in there, like the the fact that I mean, the FPS boost, if you want to use that version, but also things like auto HDR, which is like actually seems to add a pretty good HDR implementation to this game that wouldn't have it otherwise. Like it looks gorgeous. Um, and I'm really I'm only about five hours in at this point, but I'm really enjoying it at this point, um, just like I enjoyed Mass Effect Andromeda uh like i got completion at 70 percent. there was sure there was some more stuff to do um but i felt like i had of you know course I played through all more of stuff the... to do there was 30 percent more stuff to do well but it's all like like some of the planet like the general like planet side missions and the there's a lot of like tasks which are very like fetch quests that don't actually affect the story or anything um but yeah, I, you know, it was about 45 hours, I think, to get to that point, um, all which like I started playing it just a few weeks ago. So I was like into that game. Um, you know, I I really liked the story. I, I there was a few weird things, not story wise, but like I went through the whole game, didn't buy a single thing from the store because I never felt like I needed to like didn't craft any weapons or anything because I never felt like I needed to. Um you get like obviously when you level up you get like skill points to use in in, on whatever skills or powers you want but i just like i chose the three that you can equip three at a time i chose the three that i like the best right at the beginning and you level up those a bunch of times and then there's like some general stats you can level up but i had like my my main character had like 60 available skill points when i finished the game because i was like i don't need to spend these um you know, and I don't know if that's like, I don't know if that's poor design choices in that I didn't feel like I had to do any of that stuff, or if that's just like the way that I generally play these games. Like, I'm just like, I'll use the weapons that I find versus like trying to find the materials to build these things because the stats are similar enough and all that sort of stuff. Um, I did like the ending. Obviously, it, it was supposed to be the start of like a new Mass Effect <laughs> uh, story. And so there are some loose ends and and stuff that I would love to know more about. Um I was super interested in this world and I was interested in the characters. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it. I, and I, when does, I'm just super what, stoked now for legendary edition to come yeah, out. When so does I that, play co- the when does that come games. out? When does that May come out? May 14th. Is May 14th. When that comes out. May day. Yeah. yeah. Carlos. Yeah. I just wanted to say like how many, how much of the bugs were you always experiencing with Andromeda? I'm just very curious. Cause <clears throat> I played it when it initially launched. Sure. And I never picked it up after that because I was like, this is unplayable. This is all weird. Like what kind of stuff did you have? I had a lot of level, uh, level, like falling in through levels and areas like randomly, especially behind a box. I would always get dropped in and die. Um, AI is garbage, of course, but that's just, you know, fast decision on that. But other things like collisions also, like a lot of, a, a lot of collisions with enemies. So Majority of the time, I would try to shoot an enemy, but it wasn't dealing damage. Um, aside from that, I think other things were, were CG footages being very weird. Like you'll have two characters interacting while a random person just walks in between. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I had a couple. I had a few of those. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't know what they fix now. Yeah, but can you kind of give me yeah. like? 
your experience in terms of like most, yeah, that stuff? most of those things, most of the things that you just said, I didn't experience at all. Um, the main like issues that I had were um, a, like a couple of cutscenes where like someone would be standing between the two people talking or like something weird would be going on or like, like, I guess I was in range of combat when the cutscene started. So someone like runs in the room and starts shooting at me and they don't <laughs> react to it at all. And it doesn't actually seem to do any damage that happened like one time. And it was freaking hilarious. It was like a Bethesda game, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, other weird things like you're, you're driving the, uh, the nomad, the ca- the car that you can drive around the planets and you're like, I'm going full speed and I like, I'm like, I'm just going to run over these people and it just doesn't seem to do any damage. Like, I just don't think that that's a thing. Cause I tried to do it every time and it never killed anyone once. Um, aside from that, like not, not a lot. I had one instance where I almost did quit the entire series forever and was like, fuck this stupid shit. Uh, I was playing and it was like one day where I was like, I'm going to take a full lunch break today. I'm going to just play video games for an hour on my lunch. Um, and I, you know, start up the console a quick resume so within like five seconds i'm playing i ended up dying pretty quickly and then it just tries to like load the previous checkpoint and it just never loads uh it just sticks on the loading screen and i wait like a couple minutes and it, and you know the game generally on the series x would load in like five or six seconds and i'm like well i'll just give it a minute um quit the game try to reload it does the same thing quit the game try to load the previous save it does the same thing i go back like four saves and it's still freezing. And I'm like, I'm going to try one more save. And then I'm never playing Mass Effect again. Like, this just like, <laughs> like that is how mad I will be. Because at this point, I'm 30 hours into this game that I've oh, enjoyed. Man. I'm I, I, I keep choosing to go back to it instead of like, you know, I bought Uncharted The Lost Legacy. I'm stoked to play that, but I'm ignoring it because I just want I'm that invested in this story. Um, and yeah, at that point, I'm like, fuck Mass Effect. Like, this is the worst. Uh I go back one more save and it loads just fine. And then I don't have a single other issue like that for the rest of the game. So I have oh no God. idea what happened there, but it was almost enough to, for me to not buy the legendary edition and to never look at this game again. That's, um, I don't know why that's, yeah. so, that's funny too. But I like, yeah. again, I, and I, maybe I'm the, I played this in the best way in that I have no, you know, preconceived notions of what Mass Effect should be. I enjoyed the story. I thought the gameplay was really cool. The combat and stuff is really actually pretty sleek. Um, and it, I wonder how that'll feel like now, ta- you know, going back to, you know, new but old, older games in the series. Better, like, I wonder how oh that's going to feel in comparison. You're, you're, Better you're, games. Yeah. I mean, we hate to like preach, but it's just like what you're playing right now is, yeah. is like, like you, you just bought a $5 steak in Las <laughs> Vegas. You know what I mean? You're like, I mean, steak, the, is, steak is steak though, right? Uh, but not $5 steak. I've had $5 <laughs> steak in Las Vegas. It is not good. <laughs> That's like that's like someone went to Dollar Tree and just went. I'm gonna charge somebody uh this one dollar steak, five dollar steak. I'm gonna that's try the, the the wolf the Wolf Gang steaks at Dollar Tree, oh, Dollar God. General. Yeah. So I, I'm me me and Shane are, are, me and Shane is are there just, actual steaks at dollar stores? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. You can buy steak at Dollar. Yes. Wow, yes. I can't wait for the border to open up again. <laughs> I, I I not not to derive the covers. It's called it's called Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> yeah, Andromeda steaks. Not to derive the convo, but there's this guy I watch on YouTube. He's like, I eat all the he his YouTube literally is him eating one dollar tree like meat. And he's like, I eat it so you don't have to. And he yeah, cooks yeah. it. Oh, I watched that That's guy. That's so funny. <laughs> I watched that guy. It's horrible, dude. I feel so bad for the guy. He's like, I just picked up uh like you know, like meatballs at the one dollar tree, and they're like gray, like gray matter. It looks like something out of a fucking horror movie. 
But, are, but do they taste good? No, they don't. No. He tells you he's like, "This made me sick. Like I had to go to the <laughs> hospital. Like this is really bad." I, see, see, I see those videos, and I, and when I hear people like talk about food or like watch someone try something on a YouTube video, I wonder like, do I just have a really bad palate and a bad like sense of taste? Because like I've had that. And yeah, it's not amazing, but like I don't make disgusted faces and like I'll eat it. Like one of my my comfort foods are gas station microwave cheeseburgers. I fucking love that shit. Am I weird? I'm weird. No, um I always feel like I like you know, when I'm in America and even when I was in like I went to Bali a couple years ago. Um, and I am always into like whatever the weirdest looking thing in the like gas station like heat heat lamp area is like i will try that yeah i eat the hot dog 7-eleven you know what i mean now, who doesn't love a fucking 7-eleven taquito like oh, they're true, true, like right like some of the best stuff not the best stuff but some there's some great stuff that you can find you know in bali like everyone was like oh you can't eat this like weird like wiener thing that's in the heat lamp like we're in bali there's no like new there's no safety there's no food safe here or anything like that i ate it it was delicious and i had a great time so like well, i had a great me, right? me me and shane are like so pumped for you because you know we played one through three yeah. a mass effect and there's such like mass effect one is very different from two and three of course because of its own different gameplay but then two just like blew everybody's mind and then right. yeah three did the same which is like you know i prefer mm-hmm. two my favorite one of course is part two um but did, i mean did, I'm, um, I'm really i'm really excited for you to, to pick it up so i got a question well, for you. one of yeah go ahead. Uh, oh, qu- question for carlos uh, did you between one and two? Did you think one just felt like a little bit more horror centered? Like that game felt scarier to me. Yeah, I would say it felt because um, of it the felt, lighting. It, the lighting effects were a little dim. It was like very neon, like very very weird dark areas. Was it like dark spacey or no, dead spacey? Sorry, uh, dark, it was just more space. eerie. I think the yeah, areas were yeah. more eerie because you know it's like going into a game like this. You know, when nobody knew what this game was when it when it kind of dropped, everybody's like a game where you're like this guy named Shepard and you're fucking Jade Empire in space. It's so weird. It's so it's such a weird concept when you play it a little bit because you're you're thinking it's like a g- generic space game, and then it kind of throws curveballs. <laughs> Jade Empire around. in space. You mean like Knights of the Old Republic? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, but the game, but the game built the the build up for one is pretty good, and then part two, like I said, it's yeah. it's it's out there. But I mean, I'm more psyched for you to actually play it because yeah, it's... I'm super well. And and the only reason I jumped into Andromeda is because like the trailers and and everyone's obviously everyone's hype and everyone's love for that original trilogy like really rubbed off on me recently, and I was like, I don't want to wait till May. Like, here's the newest Mass Effect that I can play right now, and it sounds like I did it right in that like I didn't have these preconceived notions. At, and I, I have no idea why Andromeda is shitty compared to the other ones. And the game was in a in a mostly fixed state. Um, and I, yeah, like it's it's one of the more memorable games that I've played through recently, which is like 
I, I don't know. I'm stoked for. And I really liked like the, you know, I hope, for instance, I really liked the like ally loyalty missions in Mass Effect Andromeda because they like give you a lot more insight into, uh, you know, the, the crew that you're working with. And I hope that those things exist in, in, in the other games as well, because they are those were like some of my favorite missions, like almost more so than the um, the main story missions. But in this game, like it's a very much like you're trying to make these planets habitable that that you thought were habitable when you left the Milky Way galaxy. 600 years ago but now they're all messed up because of this like weird thing that's going on and then you go into these like vaults and like change the atmosphere of the planet and when you come out it like feels vastly different than when you like went in and all this stuff like there's these epic moments in the game um and like crazy stuff too like there's like a side mission that's throughout the whole game throughout every planet basically where your your father has these like memories that have been locked away in the AI that you're using and the Milky Way apparently hates AI and that's why he's here is because he got kicked out and he used to be like in the N7 and all this crazy stuff to like tie it back to to I think the old stuff um, but like you have to find all of these triggers for his old memories and that literally changes the context of some of the game and it's like if you don't find them all you're missing like it's almost, this is almost more important than some of the other stuff that you're doing and like what content did I not see because I chose not to do that side mission or whatnot um, probably nothing as big as what happens with this mission but just mm. just so much neat stuff in there yeah I'm still uh, much like uh, Carlos I'm stoked to see uh, to see your um, uh, response to the yeah. good ones the good ones yeah. well you'll hear you'll, you'll hear all about it I'm sure so speaking of Carlos besides Pokemon cards what have, you been, what have you been doing with your life? Oh, man, I've been playing two cool little games. Uh, of course, the first one I want to talk about briefly is because, you know, I haven't, I've been needing a Dark Souls game for a while. So I've been playing Remnant. Um, it's been really good. It's from the guys over at Perfect World Games. I don't know if you guys know them from like a bunch of free to play games, but it, the game plays similar uh, to Dark perfect, Souls. Perfect, perfect World. Perfect World. Oh, uh, God. Fuck, what have they done? What have they a done? Bunch, dude. They've yeah, done they, they, Killing done... Floor. Killing done... Floor. That's yeah. it. That's it. They uh oh, Killing so... Floor was Killing Floor was neat. Yeah. Um so they released Remnant on PS4. It's free now, so you can play it for free. Uh and I, I, I like Dark Souls games. I like games where I have to repeat it and get good, quote unquote. I don't like for every Dark Souls game, but um at first, it's it's not the best polished game, of course. Even the online's a little clunky, but I've been playing that um, with a couple of friends, people who are down because some people don't like Dark Soul games. They don't like dying a lot, so it's okay. I understand. People want to win. Is it co-op? Uh, it is co-op. You can, you can actually play story mode, or you can play this open world version of it. Um, so you, you get to choose what you want to do with your crew, and you can upgrade... Similar to Dark Souls, we can upgrade your your armor. You can grow, upgrade clothes or buy new clothes or buy um, specific uh, like potions, or you can buy like attributes. It's it's, it's a bunch of options you could do with the game. Um, but there's some clunky moments, like the character, the, like the enemy designs are pretty okay. You know, they're all right. They're not like the best, but. Um, cool little game to pop in if you want to like hey let's kill an hour let's try to like rank up or let's try to like level up our 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 our, our characters i think it's pretty cool and then uh i've been playing pokemon sword and shield and like both of the both of them at, at once no no i well i you know when i oh no one just sword. one in each hand <laughs> no i just play pokemon sword for now that's all that's the one i have right now i don't have shield hopefully to get shield but 
I, I like it. I, I, I can see why people complain about it. And they're like, uh, there's there's people who are hardcore Pokemon people who are very toxic and they're upset because of this or because Pokemon's that. But, you know, I you know, as the older I get, I don't really have a lot of time to really play long form Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. And I feel the need that this game satisfies me in, in a sense of, hey, we're going to make like we're going to make this cool viewable areas you can travel to and battle a couple of trainers. But, you know, defeating the gym leaders is always like the, the thing, the big thing at the end. And it does a good job on, on letting you know where to go next. And I already have a lot of stacked up games. The games like that, I, I get lost. You know, I, I big open world games like that. I, I'm not saying like, hey, I, you know, Zelda is a good example of a game that doesn't tell you. You kind of just do whatever you want and go to whatever level you want to go in. Um, by the way, I'm talking about Breath of the Wild, but <laughs> <laughs> just nobody, nobody's like which Zelda. All of them are like linear. Um, but this this feels like more comfortable because they have open space fields that you can go and travel and search. But then uh, you can you can queue up like your phone in the game, and he's like, oh, here's where you have to go next. So just heads up and. Um, I mean, you know, it's a Pokemon game. I'm not asking for much, but definitely does help if it, you know, alleviates the fact that every time I want to hop in, I'm going to, I'm going to scratch my head and be like, where the fuck am I supposed to go next? I right. remember. So it does a good job on doing that. And I know people are going to shit on me. He's like, what Pokemon games weren't like that before. Um, and I get it, but you know, I got a life and I have a full-time job and, uh, you know, if I hop back in, it'd be really be nice to tell me where to go next is I probably forgot <laughs> about the whole week, you know? Uh, that's why I like Fallout games because I could just like, hey, where am I supposed to go next? Or let me do a side mission or something. And totally, it it really helps me kill like thirty minutes. It'd be like, I'll kill this thirty minute like side job or an hour or whatever, and continue with my life because that's <laughs> you know I'm not gonna put like three hours into a game. I mean, sure that'd be nice if I if I had that time, but you know, there's like events now in games now. You know, there's like you know, Overwatch had this little event where you had like nine days to kill uh, to win nine games and get this cool skin and i usually clock in like a good two hours to get those wins and then i'm out and then i go on to the next game and then i'm playing call of duty cold war to hit all those like mini missions so i feel like at some point video games are becoming more like mobile games where there's like mini missions to finish uh just to get you in and out and be like cool i'm done i feel like i accomplished something or whatever so all right yep i I, uh, uh, before we get on to the news, I just, uh, I want to, uh, b- back to, this is no longer a video game podcast. This is a peripheral review podcast. Uh, but, uh, I want you guys to listen. Do you hear that? Do you hear those yes. micro, do you hear those yeah. micro switches? Mm-hmm. I got myself a Razer Wolverine V2 Xbox controller so I can play v- fucking PC games or Xbox games on my PC. Shouts out to uh, GameStop. Uh, I walked in there and I was like, yo, I need a wired controller. And uh, this was uh, the day that um, um, the the first round of Stimmies came out. So they were packed. <laughs> and they're like, we don't have any. And I was like, you don't have any fucking Xbox controllers? Like, I, I want to use it on my PC. Like, I can't do wireless. And um, the manager was like, yo, we just got this one in. She handed me this controller. And, and she's 43 bucks. Like, dope. I got it. I walked out to the parking lot and started to like, push the buttons and they were fucking sticky they were sticky is that good I, or bad no it was like 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 soda sticky oh Ugh. wow oh was it like a pre-owned controller yeah 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 and, oh, I, yeah. and I knew that i knew that it wasn't like a yeah, bait, sure. bait and switch and i was like 
but you'd expect to that to be checked first. Yeah, obviously. and so like yeah. I, 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 otherwise I, you end up with a PS2 full of cigarettes. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, roaches. Uh, yeah, um, that actually happened to Derek. He opened his yeah. used PS2 and it was full of cigarettes. What? <laughs> and I Dude, lived, and like I was a child, though? and I lived more than an hour away from the electronics boutique, so it was, uh, you know, it was a big thing. Yeah, um, and so, but I like hummed and hawed in my car. I was like, "Do I just deal with this? Like, do I be that? You were gonna guy? deal with a sticky used controller? What the fuck? Hey, hey, okay, all right." And I was like, "You know what? No, like, I, I just I went, really want this control. I just really no, don't want to use my keyboard. I didn't, I didn't. They were busy, and I didn't want to be a fucking Karen. Okay, all right. So I walked in, and I was like, and she's like, "Hey, welcome back." And I was like, "Hey, I don't want to be like that guy, but I was wondering, like, these buttons are a little bit sticky." And she's like, "Here, can I see it?" And she's like, the manager of the store, she's like clicking around. She's, and she goes, oh, yeah, this is fucked up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're going to get you a new one. Um, man, this came from the the factory. Like, I'm sending, uh, okay. I, and she's like, I'm sending this back. Like, it hadn't even been checked in. She sold it to me when it was still technically in transit. Uh, and uh, I was like, you got another one? And she's like, well, we have this, but, you know, it's $120. And I was like, yeah, but that one was $44. And she's like, all right. I'll give you this one for, for $44. And I was like, fuck Jeez. yeah. It's like, hell yeah. So I got, I got a, and I got a micro micro switch Xbox controller with, with what does ha- that mean? What, yeah. what is the benefit of the micro switch? What's this controller called again? Uh, this is the razor Wolverine V two. Um, micro switches are like, do you hear that a little, have you ever played an arcade game and the, the joystick has that like satisfying tactile? Yeah, for feature? sure. Those are micro switches. But what's um, the uh, what's the benefit in like a console controller? Um, uh, lo- longer lasting, uh, better tactical, tactical, tactile feedback, um, and they usually uh, last longer. Okay. Um, and it's usually just a higher quality product than like a like a dome switch or like a membrane switch. Um, okay. so it's just just a higher quality product. Played it with well, it looks fi- pretty nice. Yeah, played it with uh, uh Microsoft Flight Sim twenty twenty um that is going fucking stellar on the new pc love it got, got the upgrade packs was flying around uh ireland that was dope um playing forza horizon 4 i got i i i started to spin the wheel um which which you talked about a couple episodes ago that is addicting as hell um oh the wheel yes yeah yeah and um i i i did you find I, any of the hidden cars yet i thought that was so cool on the wheel no, no, when you just in the like, there's like garages that have like shitty old cars in them. But when you find them, you like get that car. N- no. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, but uh, I uh, I wonder if a game pass like they gave you like an ultimate edition or a collector's edition because it I is w- the ultimate edition of the game. Yeah. Yes. So I checked like my messages and I had like 12 messages and I, I like they all had cars in them. Oh uh, yeah, and they're all like you know supercars, like the you know the Austin uh, GT12 like racer. Yes. They, like, and I was like, I I I started out with the Focus and the Lancia, and suddenly I have this full <laughs> yeah. garage, and I was like, why do I even pl- like? What's the point of playing anymore to like yeah. own these cars? Well, when so- none of those were there when the game came out, and you would have got they would have dropped content at X different periods of time and so you would have got the message at that point but i guess at this point you just get it all right away yeah i got i, I got it all so i felt i felt kind of like oh man what's the point of playing like if if you know 
you can just get all these cars. So I've, I've purposely not been driving with those cars. Like I'm sticking with the, the two cars that I got at the start. And I got, I got one of the best messages a, a, a gamer bro could ever get. I, I went to go start a, a game and I said, Hey, you've been winning a lot of matches. Do you want to play with more difficult AI? And I was like, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm going to fuck it. Like, fuck. It's like, all right, downloading more difficult AI. And you know what? It, it was, it was more, more difficult, more difficult, more harder. Um, but, uh, when you're getting all these, uh, cars from the packs, you're also getting, um, notoriety and i suddenly like after opening all these cars i got all this notoriety and it's like you qualify for autumn you qualify for winter mm-hmm. and i was like man i'm like 45 minutes into the game and i'm already like qualifying for the second <laughs> festival like goddamn and i uh, remember that taking a while for sure when the game came out yeah so i i gotta i have to set personal limits on on like you know i'm not driving these other like faster cars um that I would normally have to like earn and buy. Right. And, um, is it cause then you'll never go back to the more standard cars or no, I just don't want, uh, I want to feel like I'm getting progression. Like, okay, I bought this okay. car. I bought these upgrades. Like I just didn't, I, I didn't suddenly go from a Ford focus to you know, a, a Ferrari. Sure. I, I, I wanted to like earn my way up to that Ferrari. And th- through the whole like beginning part of the game, there was only three radio stations and, None of them, none of them fucking played drum and bass, which is like my go-to like you know racing game music. And I was yeah. like, man, what? I was playing drum and bass in the intro. Like, what the fuck is this? And then suddenly it's like, you've unlocked more radio stations. If you love oh, no dr- drum and bass, check out Hospital Records. And I was like, fuck yeah, hell yeah. Well, <laughs> fucking listen to the Prodigy driving my my Ford Focus down a dirt road. Um, it's a fun game, fun game. It's a super fun game fun game and uh just a, a quick quick little update i started playing last of us on ps4 uh, i'm so excited for I, you i don't know how i feel about it yet but i am i i just got to hey spoiler alert for a game from seven years ago eight eight years ago yeah. uh, i just got to the part where i uh, i met the fireflies Oh yeah, so, okay. So that's that's all that's all I'm in. How do, what did you think of the prologue? You seem pretty upset. Oh, the prologue you... is fucking awful. It is it is <laughs> awful. It made my stomach turn. It gave me anxiety. I hated yeah. it. I yeah. hated it. So it, it was so it was great, is what you're saying. I mean, I it did it did what it was trying to do. Yeah, it did it did what it was trying to do, but I was texting you the whole time. I'm like, why do why do you fucking like to see women suffer? Like, Derek, what is it about you that <laughs> that likes suffering women? All right. Are you are you the, just suffering in general? Are you the guy that shot up that that rub and tug massage parlor. You probably don't get uh, American news. Carlos would get would get get that. I would, but I didn't want to comment on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I did. I did. Uh, anyway, we're moving on. Moving on. All right. Um, hey, how about? I'm glad you're playing The Last of Us, though. I'm glad you're playing The Last of Us. Also, uh, sorry. Before we move on, back to the controller thing. I, I'm really glad you got a good deal on the controller. Why didn't they just try to sell you a standard? controller they didn't have any oh they were sold out of the like microsoft controllers they were sold out of all wired xbox controllers. Uh, well that but the wireless one if you just plug a usb cable into it it becomes wired no it doesn't 100 percent, it does oh uh, well i didn't know that <laughs> anyways anyways they, they let's move they, on they literally only had three controllers one of them okay. was the wired and one bolt. of them was sticky yeah it was that icky sticky uh hey derek uh and carlos carlos Yes. Um, what do you guys say we break for a commercial? 
Ooh, let's let's. What kind of commercial? Oh wait, this one. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Chris to Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can contact us at info at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. How do you feel about the map situation in The Last of Us? Is there an appropriate amount of maps? I I, I haven't seen any maps yet. So I oh, feel, wow. Yeah, so no, you feel good. No, the one thing I'd, I'd, I want to say is... Um, I, I tried to brute force a fight and mm. and I ran at a guy who had a gun. Can't do that. I learned that uh, <laughs> I, you can't do that because like your your character just stops in his tracks when he gets shot. But um, I'm 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 fucking just call me FPS Doug. I'm getting headshots left and right. Blad out, blad out. Um, but so, I uh, that's like that's a throwback right yeah, there. That's a, that's a throwback. My hands are shaking. My hands are shaking. <laughs> So yeah, I'll definitely play more of it. I, I feel like yeah, like meeting the fireflies is like that's a good couple hours in, isn't it? Like, no, it's a decent chunk. Dude, is it not? No, like you meet the the Robert guy and you kill him, and then you meet the firefly lady. Yeah, but you have to like you have to get through like the checkpoint and go through like the oh oh you just you met the lady but she's bringing you somewhere now right yeah yeah and okay I, okay and, i remember and, and 50 50 bucks she's like i need you to smuggle something out of, out of the city 50 bucks says it's ellie i mean 50 bucks says that was in the trailer for the game i never saw the trailer for the game yeah what was i was so i was right oh you owe me 50 bucks <clears throat> hey yeah. but you also owe me 50 bucks because it is in the trailer so we're even all right shouts except out, i'll right. send you canadian money and you send me american money so i come out ahead Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, news. News. Uh, I, I the the news topic. There's two news topics of the week that I, I absolutely want to talk about. But the number the the one that I'm super stoked about is we have a game pay, game cra- gameplay trailer for Six Days in Fallujah, the game that I I've been be excited about that that I'm vibing and hyped for since it was announced in 2008 or whatever. Um, and I, I do have to say there was a stark stark contrast between the comments on the trailer on reddit and the comments on the trailer on youtube mm. everybody on youtube was stoked for it there was like there was army veterans like yo this is gonna be great it's gonna tell a, a story and everybody on reddit was like oh we're just we're just um glorifying war crimes blah 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 i was like whoa there's a there's a there's a big disconnect between these two communities, uh, but it's Reddit, you know, what, what do you, what do you expect? But, um, um, the, 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 the gun, the gun animation looks a little like default unity engine assets kind of animation. It looks a little, looks a little crusty, looks a little chunky, but seeing this game in action, it reminded, reminds me of, a. Uh, have either of you ever played brothers in arms? Yeah. It was ages ago. Yeah, it, it it brought huge brothers in arms vibes. And um, they're the whole time in this trailer, they're interviewing soldiers. And at the end of the trailer, they're interviewing citizens that were in Fallujah, which I thought was like 
really, really interesting that they the, they met people that were living in the city at the time um, to get their point of view on it. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm excited to see what um, comes from it, because I'm guessing that when it comes out, it's going to give us um, kind of the same vibe as that game. Never alone. Do either of you remember that? Never alone. It was a PS4 game. It was developed in Alaska about the. Oh, it was side- yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Um, in between uh, each level, there was uh, interviews with um, Alaskan natives about like, okay, so this part of the level was like this story, or like let's talk about some of our culture. Um, and it was uh, w- playing that game. It was bonkers because uh, there was people being interviewed that I went to high school with. And really? I, yeah, and I was like, I was like, huh. Okay, so I, I'm 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 thinking they might go that route. Um, the graphics look look good. Like I said, the animation looks a little good, a little little funky. But the thing that that blew my mind away, and I'm I really am interested to see how this is implemented. They were uh, oh, go ahead, Derek. Uh, may, you might be saying the same thing that I want to say. So you you go first. Okay. Um, they one of the Marines that was there was talking about um the uh, the funnel of death or the fear funnel i can't remember exactly but you would kick open a door to a house and you would not know like you don't he, he said like you don't know the layout of the house you don't know the layout of the house until you clear it or you go all the way through and the game developers took this this uh, foreign nature of you know house clearing in a city you've never been in and they're implementing it in the game in a very interesting way that each house is procedurally generated so that each time you like kick open a door, it's a completely different layout. There's going to be different assets. You know, there'll probably be an asset pool. So you're going to see the same table, you know, numerous times. But each house you you go in and even the entire city itself, every time you play is going to be procedurally generated. So it's not going to be the same layout, the same map again. So you actually are going to have to you know, clear these rooms, go through these houses, make these, you know, decisions. If you come across like a family that's hiding out there, like you have to figure out what to do. I think that is really interesting for a game of this, of this, of this type. Is that what you were going to touch on? Yeah, that's mostly what I was going to touch on. I thought that that was a, that seemed like a really cool aspect. And especially like, you know, one thing that I think is unclear about this game, if it's going through these like true events, like I would imagine the missions want to stick pretty closely to that. And so like how many missions, how much content actually is there. And that seems like a really good way to, uh, to introduce a good amount of replayability. If even if you're playing at the same mission or you're playing the campaign for a second time, um, you know, you might know, you might know the story at that point, but you don't know where where enemies are going to be. You don't know, like you said, the layout of a single building that you're going through. Um, I thought that 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 was a really interesting aspect of it. I also really liked there was a, some like lighting effects that were pretty cool. Like it seemed like. Um, you know, the, the character is in like a dark house and then he opens the door and it's like so bright that you're like there's shots coming at you, but you like it's kind of like you're you're everything's very washed out because your eyes haven't adjusted. And so like, where are those shots coming from type thing? I thought that that was a really cool aspect as well. I It just seemed to like use that uh, um, kind of dark to light effect in a really interesting way. Yeah, I think I think that's that's super kind of I, I sound like a broken record just jerking this game off for years. But I think that's. Can we take that button away from him? Can we get Matt Kelly in here to take that button away from you? Matt Kelly, can You'll we have to email him at info at we know podcasting.com. Absolutely. Spell my name right on the check. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'm super, super stoked for that. Um, and the 
Um, there's Nintendo Switch rumors that are coming out, but those are just rumors right now, and it's a lot of people speculating on new NVIDIA um, uh, architecture and hardware. And of course, everyone says, like, oh, there's no way Nintendo is going to get, you know, brand new NV- uh, NVIDIA hardware. But rumor is the next Switch, Switch Pro, whatever it's called, is going to be on the new ADA platform from NVIDIA. It's going to be 4K. We'll see. What do you guys think about that? I think it would be cool. I think that there are room, you know, there's these rumors of it a little bit more detailed now as NVIDIA has been announcing like appropriate chipsets or whatnot. Um, but I feel like we've been hearing these like Switch Pro or better Switch rumors like since like six months after the Switch came out. And and here we are four years later and and there's still nothing. So, I mean, hopefully we're getting close at this point because it is... I mean, is, you're competing with the Xbox Series and with the PS5 at this point. Again, obviously, they're not. N- Nintendo's not really competing, and if they are, they're winning, anyways. It seems like, um, but like a lot of those games are starting to look pretty long in the tooth. As does the screen of the uh, Nintendo Switch at this point, especially when you're looking at things like uh, Microsoft's X Cloud becoming more and more available as time goes on. Carlos, what were you going to say? Oh no, I was going to say uh, I, I I think they're trying to. I mean, why wouldn't they want to do a 4K? Their biggest selling point for that 4K would probably be Breath of the Wild too, to come either with it or be the highest, like, best-looking Switch game that they're going to release for their entire library. I think there's definitely, for some reason, I I, I have a strong feeling it's, it's going to happen very soon or near the release of Breath of the Wild too. What do you I, know? I don't know anything. <laughs> I honestly don't know. They're super uh, secretive when it comes to that what, stuff. What do you... What would you guys think? What do you guys think happens to the standard Switch at that point? Because I feel like right now, you know, the Switch costing about the same as like what an Xbox Series S does. The Switch feels expensive for what it is. Obviously, it has the portable aspect as well, but but to have that like low of a performing console versus these like versus you know Series S specifically, this new console that um, is quite powerful that just came out that has you know a platform like Xbox Game Pass behind it. Like the switch feels expensive right now. And and so does this switch go away and this becomes like a new switch at the same price point? Or is this like a pro console that costs even more money? It'll and then how do they a, justify that? Yeah, it'll probably be like the same formula that PS4 and the Xbox One did, right? Which is we'll come out with a regular version. I mean, of course, Nintendo has a portable one, right? A, a more light version of it where the switch console come out and then we have the original one. And I think they're going to follow through with, with that formula for now. And and I think they're testing the waters, just to be honest, just to see how, I mean, they're killing it right now in the market, right? They're, they're mm-hmm. selling out everywhere. They're becoming extremely rare, depending on which color you go for. I mean, right. they know so how to So do they need to it. do, that being said, do they need to do anything at this point if they're, if they can't even keep them in stock four years later? Oh my God. I mean, at this point, they're, they're, they're going to maximize production once things go back to normal. And I think they're going to wait until things get cleared out a little bit more. I, I think we, we talked after the pre-show, which was, you know, we're thinking that things will sort of normal next year we're looking at. Right. And I think production wise with a lot of a lot of the companies and distributors out and overseas, which I know affects also Pokemon cards. I know we hate hearing about Pokemon cards, but <laughs> I, I mean, it does it does really put a damper on just the distribution and the companies and all that really working hard. And I don't, I don't see things really, they're going to wait until everything is cleared out more. Sure. And, uh, you know, borders are a little bit cool with being, having more, more stuff being 
pile through overseas as well. So I think we're going to see a big push on everything as mm-hmm. we get closer to the holidays this year. Um, we're going to see a lot more things in stock. There's a, uh, I just got a, a notification for a new Nintendo patent. Do you guys want to hear some new Nintendo rumors that just mm-hmm. hit the airwaves? What? Yep. They just, pa- they just patented a new Joy-Con design that, that ha- doesn't drift that has a traditional non-drifting d- traditional d-pad on it uh, i'm going to read this directly from nintendo smash.com no underage players allowed that's a reference to the smash community being pedophiles um uh quote the biggest difference is that the traditional d-pad slash crosshead uh it is a traditional d-pad slash crosshead instead of four separate buttons the joy con stick is similar to how to the low circle pad used on the Nintendo 3DS rather than the tall joysticks and normal Joy-Cons, and the positions are switched. So there is a D-pad. Uh, according to this patent, figure one uh, shows um, the D-pad at the top, like a traditional D-pad, and then a smaller nubbin like a um, like a Nintendo 3DS. This could just be uh, a patent. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that's interesting. And oh, come on, NintendoSmash.com, your ads, video games you should never play in front of your kids. All right, <laughs> streamers who accidentally shared too much while streaming. Your ads are, <laughs> man. And what's what's that? What's that? What's that girl's name? Pokimane? Yeah, she's on there. Your ads are, um, yeah. But yeah, what do you guys think about that? New 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 information just hit hit. Did- you, you did it, did yeah. you say that that the analog stick is like the analog stick from the 3DS and not like a traditional analog stick? Yes. That sounds fucking horrible. Yes, but who the, would want that? Why would you want that instead of a real analog stick? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's going to come out with a game options, more options, bigger D, a true D pad. It's a bad option. Why would you choose that option? Hey, man, you don't you don't know. Like, hey, put this. We need to start a red book of predictions. Let's can we, someone put this in our red book of predictions. It's like it's like no. why don't we bring back the laptops that have like the little nub between the G and the H keys, and like that's what you use for your mouse. Okay, like, um, I want you to suck a fart out of my ass because my Lenovo E series has a <laughs> little nubbin on it that I am using right now to record the podcast. I fucking how old is that laptop how old it is brand new oh i I cannot believe that they still make this i i i love the touch point i love uh what we what we back in the day used to call the clit mouse or the titty mouse uh those are so much better than touch pads i love them you shut the fuck up I'm using a trackpad right now uh, on my in in the desktop mode, so I obviously feel differently than you. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's it. Um, we we need. To, are we are we gonna pick? You must have a strong finger from flicking that thing around all day, though. Timestamp. <laughs> Carlos, what do you think about Evo being bought by uh, Sony? Oh man, I think that was. I tweeted that out. I was super caught off left field with that one. Um, but I'm glad it's in the good hands of people who are not child pedophiles as well. So that's good to know. Child pedophiles? <sighs> pedophiles and in, in just, in, I mean, child pedophiles, just pedophiles in general. Um, so I'm glad all those dudes that were involved in that are out and Sony bought it and they have people who are going to be controlling that. Although everybody did worry that we weren't going to get Smash anymore on Evo, but uh, PlayStation did announce that they 
will still be supporting uh, third parties. And then, oh, really? Nite- and then Nintendo was like, we are looking into this matter further, a.k.a. <laughs> they're not going to be involved. I can tell you that much. They, they can They'll just swap it for PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale and it'll be fine. <laughs> Someone tweeted that out too, and I was laughing about that shit too. <laughs> uh, I, but you know, I, I I'm I'm more um, I'm very surprised, and I'm, I I open my arms to our new uh, Lord and Savior, PlayStation for taking over Evo. And I think from now on, we will be seeing a lot more stabilized tournaments, um, bigger pool prizes for sure. I think more sponsors now than before. Uh, so we'll probably see more Red Bull. We'll see Mons. I don't know. We'll see a bunch of ads in there. But uh, I think it's in good hands. Uh, I'm surprised Microsoft didn't buy it since they were buying practically buying everything. everything. Yeah. Um, and I think in the long run, I think this is PlayStation's very, very smart move on, on purchasing something that, A, attracts a lot of people. It is literally the Olympics every year for online video game tournaments. Like, it's like the – I wouldn't say – I mean, I would say it's the biggest one. Um Besides, I think it goes neck to neck with like, you know, all the Dota games and stuff like that goes next to neck with them. But I think it's just it, it's it surprised me that they bought it. Um, and I think it's in the right hands and we're hoping to see more fighting games. Good ones. There's a bunch of rumors going around with fighting games. I hope it's true. I am curious as to what they're going to revive as well. I mean, Capcom has a very, very strong relationship with playstation and i hope new, if new power should, stone oh you read my mind dude you read my fucking mind you read my mind you read my mind so i'm hoping for a new power stone god damn it capcom if you, or anybody at playstation playstation hear me out man power stone 3 gotta oh, make that shit be so good yeah or, or rival school something i was just gonna say oh. i was just gonna say rival school something man you know i, I mean you got this money you know share the will get, get these fighting games i'm I'm waiting for a new Mortal Kombat Mythologies game. God damn it, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Um, you got uh, any anybody else got any 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 other uh, any other news they want to chit chat about? Uh yeah, just rapid fire a couple things. Uh Outriders, which has a uh a big big ass demo out right now for all platforms and is a pretty fun time. Uh they announced that that's coming to Game Pass on the day it comes out, which is a pretty huge release. Um, you know, that's one of those things where it's like if you're playing on PlayStation, it's at sixty dollar or eighty dollars in Canada, uh, you know, to get the price of entry on that one. And if you're on Xbox or PC with Game Pass, you're getting it for free, which is pretty cool. Um, speaking of Game Pass, EA Play is now in Game Pass for PC. Um, so if you have Game Pass for PC, there's like 50 new EA games in there, including like Star Wars Squadrons, including the uh, Command & Conquer Remastered Collection, including all the old Need for Speed games, including The Sims 4, like so much, obviously so much stuff in there. Um uh, and then the last thing that I really wanted oh, to talk I do want I do want to say that uh, on that EA pass um, ooh, yeah I popped my pee on that one sorry folks um I uh getting that to run on PC is fucking convoluted as fuck I think you have to you have to do it through their app and then sign in and link no, your account, you, I think, you, right? you load the Xbox software you click on one of the EA access games it then asks you to link your ea your ea account with your your xbox live you do that then it 
downloads the EA desktop app, which is different than Origin. This is something separate, but it uses your really? origin it uses your origin account. You have to download it and install that. Then the game starts to download through EA Origin or EA Desktop. It's called DA EA Desktop. Um, and then you have to once it's downloaded on there, then you have to uh, track the installation on the Xbox app, and then you launch it through the Xbox app, and then it authenticates through the EA app, and then you can play the game. But it, at least you can play it, like it a lot. It is, and it it it, it blew my mind um, when Titanfall Two came out on Steam. I bought it, and uh, when you went to play it, it said um, it opened up Origin. I was like, "What the, f- what the, f- <laughs> what the fuck?" So you own the game on Steam, but then you have to log into your Origin account, and then it launches the game. And you're going through, you're going through the Origin Web Helper as well as the Steam Friends Jeez. network. But you don't own the game on Origin; you only own it on Steam. So. It's uh, it's it's some hurdles. It's some it's some hurdles. Uh, I'm currently downloading uh, Squadrons, so I want to play that. Um, do you have a VR headset? No, oh, no. dude. Mm. Um, That'd be uh, sick in VR. Dude, and that's the thing. That's why I want a, a new um, AMD graphics card because they have USB C built in for VR. Okay, cool. They have like a yeah. VR. They have a, a VR port. That's pretty sick. Port to port port. Uh, some of those headsets, I I saw an article the other day that the you can get refurbed original Oculus Quests for like less than two hundred dollars American now, which is insane. Isn't the new Oculus Oculus Quest two like two hundred? I think it is two ninety nine to start. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I really, I really, which want, I, but I want which an, is not that much index. more, but it's yeah, yeah, two ninety nine is not that much more, but it's still fifty percent more, right? Like that's the the cost of entry for like good good a good VR headset now. Like that's so low. Um, that's the third time you've used that phrase in this podcast. The cost to entry. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a great phrase. It makes a lot of sense. Is that your new the cost of entry to use that phrase is very low? <laughs> what did you so. say, Carlos? Carlos, I was going to say if that's if that's his new tagline. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, PlayStation. Back to the rapid fire news. PlayStation uh, announced yeah. the next stage of their play at home initiative. Um, so a bunch of games they've made free. So the cost of entry of playing these games has never been lower. Um, so starting on March 25th, uh, which is like tomorrow when we're recording this uh, for free, regardless of when you this PlayStation, episode is live, when this episode's live, um regardless of if you have playstation plus or not you can download these games completely free you've got abzu you've got enter the gungeon uh you've got res infinite so including the vr stuff on that you've got subnautica you've got the witness you've got astrobot rescue mission which is pretty much the best vr game that's ever been made aside from half-life alex which i haven't played so i can't comment on that uh moss which is another fantastic vr game thumper which is another great vr game uh and something called paper beast uh, and then on April 19th, they're going to be giving away Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition for free as well. So um, that is a very nice gesture um, from PlayStation. And I'm looking forward to uh, downloading some. And of actually, games. actually, the, the day you're listening to this episode, it'll be their VR Thursday event. So there's going to be a bunch of new VR news. They, really? I thought they just had one of those. No, it's going to be uh, uh, tomorrow as well. There's going to be another one. No, oh, I didn't know they were doing another one. The, the last one, they announced a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, the new controllers they showed off. Yes. Which, which yeah. we'll, t- we'll talk about later when we when we have more time yeah 
Um, and then last thing, they revealed a, they being uh, Square Enix, uh, revealed a new Life is Strange game at their uh, recent State of the Union thing. Um, so it's union. I don't know. I can't remember what the Let's event was it. called. They they talked about how Avengers is going to be good now, and that it has better frame rates, which almost sold me on it. It looks fun. Did you, did you guys play Avengers? God no, fuck no, no, no God the, no. The, I'm waiting for that thing to be free. Yeah, okay. yeah. I saw on Newegg it was on sale for like twenty five dollars. Nah, it's still expensive. Like almost too much. Too much. I'm, but I'm, they also I want to I want to be able to pick it up with my dollar stake at Dollar General. <laughs> And like my one of my worries there, too, is that like there's a few games, there's a few specific titles I want to play. And Square Enix seems to be really embracing um, embracing Game Pass right now. So like to to pump that player base, I could definitely see them throwing Avengers on um, on Game Pass at some point soon, uh, which would be awesome. Um, But yeah, they announced a new Life is Strange game, uh, which life is the first two Life is Strange games I absolutely loved. Um, You know, we talked about them like in some of the first episodes of the Geekscape game podcast. And then here we are like 180 episodes in. Um, So it's called Life is Strange True Colors. It's developed by Deck Nine, who they were the team that made Life is Strange before the storm. Um, And so one thing that I really struggled with in the second Life is Strange game meaning life is strange too, not before the storm. Um, I didn't love the characters as much, but I also thought that like the telekinesis power, like it just didn't have the same like emotion behind it as like Max's ability to kind of control time is uh, to, to control time did. Um, and also because the characters are on the run, like I, I in, in the first games, I really liked the setting and the setting felt like its own character in a way. And the fact that you would see the same characters like throughout each episode and and your relationships with them would change and all that sort of stuff. I really enjoyed that, which was lacking in the second game. Um, this game looks like it's set probably in the same place the entire time. Um, and it follows uh, the, the character. She basically her uh, her power is that she can like experience, absorb and manipulate the emotions of other people people um so it's much you know (laughs) there wasn't enough emotion in the last power they're like literally the power this time is the emotion Uh, and so i'm really looking forward to that it is also not episodic it will be entirely available at once uh, and that is set to drop uh, this coming september um, with a life is strange remastered collection that will have the first games as well um, but in a remastered form. Oh, also this time, I remember back in the day, we complained a lot about like the lip syncing and stuff. Uh, Life is Strange True Colors is the first game in the series that's fully like motion captured and everything like that. So. Oh, well, I'm excited not to play it. <laughs> not to take yeah, the one out of your sales. I'm, I'm sorry. That was that was insensitive. I, I mean, the great thing about video games is that there's different games for everyone. So. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, like I liked Uncharted Four, and you didn't unlike like you didn't like Uncharted Four. You I like Life yeah. is Strange. You like Andromeda. We despise it. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. I like so many. Like I would turn to Michaela so many times playing to that. I'm like, people don't like this shit. Like this is fucking <laughs> badass. What is going on? Wait, just wait, uh, wait, just wait. <laughs> Just, uh, and then and then and then you guys say that you're like just wait like if i liked that what the fuck is gonna happen in these original games that's gonna get me so stoked a lot like it's i don't it, know i cannot wait it's I'm gonna so it's excited. like going from smoking crack to doing powdered cocaine mm. you you remember god damn it you know what's so funny it's, it's supposed to pass by at eight. So I muted myself at eight 
This motherfucker did a sneak up attack. Does it pass by every day? Yeah, every day, every every four hours. <laughs> every four hours. <laughs> that's a drama for you, right there. That's a drama. That's all right. All right, we're that's it, everybody. Thank you for coming back to another episode of the Geekscape Games podcast. As always, you can find us on geekscape.net on Twitter at Geekscape Games. Follow us on there. Tell your friends. Give us a review. Yo, five star review. Tell all right. A podcast, podcast, podcast question of the week. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. It was gonna be. It was gonna be hellacious. Did you like Mass Effect Andromeda? Let's let's hear that. Tweet. <laughs> I at would us. love to hear. Tweet at us. Email us. Geekscape Games at geekscape.net. Tell me why I'm wrong about Mass Effect Tell Andromeda. Tell me why. Uh, I'm Shane O'Hare with Derek Ain't nothing wrong with uh, the drama. That's <laughs> Carlos from Angry Bananas. Uh, I guess that's it. That's pretty much it. Follow us on our socials. Hello. Look for a new episode of the Xbox Game Passengers podcast uh, oh, coming yeah. up in just a few days as well. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, we need to say, you know what? Just before we go, I have to say everyone needs to Pikmin go to the polls. You said that in Discord the other day, and I did not understand. Yeah, I didn't get it either. So what that meant? No, I got it. You guys don't remember? I still don't get it. You guys don't remember when 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 Hillary Hillary was campaigning, and she was like, "We need to make the kids Pokemon Pokemon Go." To oh yeah yeah okay oh that was so bad that was a really dated reference, and and I'm from Canada still. So all right, bye everybody. Bye bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 